Damn. Nah, there's no way. Like, I'm not... Erica is not gonna stay with me if I decide to marry her. Yeah, nah. Like, I'm gonna be all fucked up in the head like, she's the best ever. Like, you see comments she'll be starry like, 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 look, look, like, she's so... She's all knowing. Every time people ask you know, her... Fucking jacking off comedy and shit the next day. Fucking me off. And then I'm fucking committing suicide. Oh, wow. I ain't doing shit for the bitch. Nigga, nigga for the bitch. They bought my window seat for the bitch. Fuck it, I eat meat for the bitch. Fight her, came a real for the bitch. Ride a missile from Korea for the bitch. Hey, let him call me a hoe for the bitch. Mm. Baby daddy number four for the bitch. Fuck a bitch in the head for the bitch. Hey, fuck woke. I'm dead for the bitch. Uh, suck it down to the bone for the bitch. Hey, let him use my phone for the bitch. Call him Motorola for the bitch. Hey, fuck Michael Blast and eat bowler for the bitch. Hey, call him Tate. Not smart for the pussy. She know my wife, Kevin Hart, for that pussy. Woo! I eat pork for that pussy. Inshallah. Skip court for that pussy. I bleach my skin for that pussy. Fuck a Siamese twins for that pussy. Salute the flag for that pussy. Fuck a bitch on a rag for that pussy. Hey. What you got? What you got? Your turn. Go. I just want to point out. What you got? Go ahead. Your turn. Nah, it's on you, player. You the rapper. Let's see what I got. Uh. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Dang, man. I, I just love how after our last episode, this shit took off. I, so I just want to show y'all the power of me and the gay homie. We made this shit pop. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to us. I killed my exes for the pussy. Whoa. I drive to Texas for the pussy. Hey. I switched sexes for the pussy. <laughs> That's. Kayla Jenner. Oh. And then you'll have a pussy. Oh. Oh. I fucked myself for the pussy. one bar. I fucked myself for the pussy. That's a tricky business, Joe. I know. What am I going to do? Like, keep both. Ooh, that'd be tight. Can you? I don't know. But you have to have a curve. <laughs> like, you have to have the curve down. But, Doctor, if you could it'd just... Be like that no- <laughs> it'd be like that cartoon character with that nose that goes, that turns down. Who the fuck is that? That is disgusting. Are you talking about the motherfucker from the Smurfs? Am I? I don't know. Oh, maybe. Gargamel? Is it that, was it his nose like that? Did I see? Oh, I don't know. But some cartoon character has a nose that comes shit. out and curves down. That ain't gonna work for me. I curve up, ladies. Mm-hmm. Hitting spots. Hmm. You know what that means? Waterfalls. <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls. Like five people just lost their breakfast on their drive to work, and a few of you guys got wet. Mm-hmm. Booyah! Call me. <laughs> <laughs> Bars for days. Uh, yeah. So what's been up, man? What's been good with you? Man, drive to the valley for the pussy. You did? I'm fucking Sally for the pussy. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't got nothing else. It's freestyle though. You feel you feel me? Yeah, they feel you. Okay. <laughs> they they feel you, dog. Um, so we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, guys. So, hello, we're back after a week off. And look, it's going to happen. Don't be stressing. We ain't going to do this shit every week like we used to. I feel like they caught on to that. Yeah, hey, look, we got shit. I feel like that. at first they were like, um, where's this week's episode? Then they like, these motherfuckers. It's just, it's coming. <laughs> and we, we trying to take some time because we're trying to prepare for this, like, the 30th. Because we want to do something special. We do. So, 
might try to break these up a little bit so we have more time to plan <laughs> this shit out. Because we have done no planning. It's a lot of talking. But um, yeah, it's going to happen. What you been up to, man? It's been a couple weeks. It's pop. It has been a couple weeks. Um, so the play that I was in, a soldier's play, this past weekend was our closing weekend. It was it was a great run. Love y'all boys. They're, they're my homies for life. Uh, so good. What the fuck else did I do? I feel like I've had a really uneventful last few days. I've kind of just been binge watching Transparent on Amazon, and that's it. Oh, and I finished all 11 seasons of Cheers, and I cried a little bit. Cheers is one of the <laughs> most underrated television shows of all time. Yeah. It's amazing. Every every good comedian or good comedic writer always references Cheers. Like, everyone always pays homage to Cheers in some Ooh, way. It was and I needed to know, good, what, you know why it was so good. So I dove into it like a few months back, and now I'm done. Like, every character mattered. Yeah. If one goes away, like, you miss it. You're like, okay. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do to fill this void? Because when Coach went away, you felt it. Yep. It took yep. a minute. It took a minute. It took a minute for Woody to hit. Like, even though Diane was annoying me when she went away. You missed her. I was like, oh, you missed this her. This is, uh... And then I warmed up to Kirstie Alley. fucking She took the shot to another level, Kirstie for sure. Kirstie killed it. She brought a whole other dimension oh, to man, it. I loved her. I was in love with that woman. She's amazing. God. And they're all still alive. <laughs> Except Coach. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Coach was 100 when, uh... Can't talk. <laughs> if coach was still alive, I'd be like, "What?" And I, the thing is, the show starts in '82 and it ends in '93. So you literally see all the fashions Damn, change. Yeah. They talk about Reagan, and they talk about Bush, and they talk about Clinton. So it was like I got to see a whole 11 year span. Through the 11 years, you mm-hmm. saw three black people going at. Uh, yep, bar. <laughs> I did. I surely did. She had. Uh, 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 fuck. Carla had a black homegirl in like season one. And then um, Cliff had like a black coworker who he fucked over. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, who, he, who he happened to fuck over out wait, of a job. Oh, what, but what about the black coworker that he acted like was his best, was his close friend, so he could fight the guy for him? Remember that in the oh yes, season? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, okay, we're doing. But anyhow, y'all don't care about no goddamn cheers. Right? They're like, who the fuck is? What the, the fuck cheers? is cheers? That's white. You know, Woody Harrelson is, don't you? Yeah. He started there. It's pretty white. It's pretty white. Yeah, but, but it's fucking hilarious. It's really quality. Um, so, oh, yo, your mom is coming to town. Let's talk my about that. My mom will be in motherfucking town talk, tomorrow. Talk about your mom a little bit, man. Talk about your relationship with your mother. Um, because that's told me some hilarious stuff. <laughs> she's the homie. She, she's an OG for sure. She, you witnessed uh, your mom beat up someone. I witnessed my mom beat up multiple people <laughs> over the years. Um, she's chill now, though. It's almost kind of scary to the rest of the family when they see her. It's like. Who are you now? She's so calm and I mean she's forty nine, so like she ain't got she ain't got the energy nor the time for the bullshit. Back when my dad in the, the, the drug dealing days, back when she was toting a fucking Glock and pistol whipping her boyfriends, you know. She pistol whipped her boyfriend, people. I've literally seen my mother like put a gun to a nigga's head and tell her, Don't disrespect tell him don't disrespect me in front of my sons. Like Damn. When I saw Cookie Lion on Empire, I immediately went, oh, that's my motherfucking mom. Like, but, uh, yeah. kind of turns me on. Time changes. I mean, time changes, people. Sorry. You, know, you grow up. You realize you might die if you keep acting that way. So. Did you say your mom beat up one of your teachers? She, in kindergarten, my teacher. <laughs> Yo, I forgot about this. Was it in Florida or Jamaica? This was, this was in Florida. I was in school in Florida at this time. And her name was Miss Hannah. And it was an all-black school. It was an all-black private school, actually. 
for Caribbean students, funny enough. And um, the lady literally slapped me on the wrist with a ruler. Like, that's all she did. And I went and told my mom, like, she beat me with a ruler. And my mom went into the classroom, grabbed a woman by her throat, and, like, tossed her across the desk. I didn't get expelled. That woman didn't get fired. My mom didn't get arrested. And that's how you know it was a black-ass school. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, yeah. they actually made up after the whole thing. So... When it got drinks. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. Realize they fucked each other, man. All mm-hmm. this, no, I don't know. My mom ain't no, my mom ain't no fake ass bitch. She might, she might kill your ass. She found that you fucked her man. But there's a there was a woman in my mom's friends group who fucked my mom's ex boyfriend, and she just twenty years later just forgave this woman. Like I get she, it. Twenty, but it was her ex boyfriend. Oh, there she wasn't even no, with dude. I don't care. No, nah, that no. Nah, there's rules to this shit. Nah, there is rules. Then, look, I got. She was not letting that I go. Have two. <laughs> I have two women in my life. Mm-hmm. Or in my past life, one of my exes, <laughs> they are off limits, yo. Nah, that's real. Wait, three. Three. One of them ain't ex. But we dated. All the homies know. Nah. <laughs> nope. But two exes for show. Mm. The rest, I don't care. You can let me face. I don't give a damn. He ain't send me pictures of it. I'm not. I don't care. No. But, <laughs> yeah. But the homies know. Like, that's off limits, limits, man. Yeah. And if you cross that line... We ain't homies, and I might, I may take off on you. Mm. But I'm proud of her though. She's come yeah. a long way. That's what's up. She went to nursing school. Now she's a registered nurse. She, t- she turned her life around for real. All right, can you give me the other story about what story? <laughs> Which um, one? The car when you were. A oh kid. my God! So I was coming from karate class <laughs> at that same school that I was at, and I just wanted to get I had my karate. I'm trying to get a home. I had my karate uniform on. We're in Florida. If you in Florida, you know like that road. Uh, like um, um, prospect right before you get to 31st. So we are uh, right before Oakland. So we were on prospect right before you hit Oakland and um, <laughs> they got her and my, God, he's, he's gone now. That was a close friend of hers, but I called him my uncle. Um, they got into it with this couple that was in the car across from them. Before I know it, motherfuckers is out the car. She done took the club from the fucking case that she's supposed to use to lock the steering wheel and motherfuckers was getting beaten in the head like, and cops were coming, and we legit got in the car and drove off before the cops got there. Nice. The 90s. Nice. I like this. The I 90s. Like this. When you can get away with shit without being filmed. Man, this is, dude, now that shit would have been all over World Star now. God, I wish we would go back to them days. Y'all trying to take everything. I'm trying to whip somebody's ass. But see, then you wouldn't have like police beatings recorded. Like I feel like... Wow, does it help? It hasn't helped a bit. Damn, it doesn't. Nothing, oh, nothing that's hasn't so helped at all. They had video so evidence. We told them this shit was happening for Fuck. years. Then they got video evidence, and they still tried to make George Zimmerman out here it. living life. George Zimmerman out here going to the spa on the weekends. Well, they didn't that's have, how much they don't give a fuck. Well, and they even, yeah, they have footage of that one, but yeah. still. Um. <laughs> so okay, our week off, we actually missed. The Emmys. We did. We didn't. Miss, we missed the review. Mm-hmm. Um, lit. Yeah, man. Lit. This is your genre. You love this stuff, so I'm gonna let you get into it. I am. I'm very proud of the job the Emmys did this year. Um, and you know, uh, Shonda Rhimes kind of voiced that she was. <laughs> she wasn't as proud because she's seen this happen over the years. Like a little flash in the pan type thing, where like it's cyclical and like. Blacks are in now, so it's like, let's award them. But we have not been awarded on this level before in this way at this magnitude. 
we've been on, we know, in the 90s we had hella black sitcoms and black contents and movies were great. In the 70s, the black exploitation era, the movies were great. But we weren't being acknowledged for its greatness. And I feel like it's a, it's a very unique time now because there's a lot of unique projects out there and different types of stories being told and they're being rewarded. And, and, and that's lovely. And for very, me. I would say, very deserving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I feel like we put black people on a pedestal because we don't have enough of them succeeding. Mm. But now it's like, it's actually quality yeah. shit. There are some shows like I look at back in the day, I'm like, or even, oh, especially movies, mm-hmm. where I love them. Mm-hmm. They're not that good. Not yet. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, you like to see yourself on TV. And there wasn't much of it. So you'll take it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't care what anybody says. The Wayne's Brothers is horrible. I hate it. Oh, it was but terrible. I watched it. I know some people. Some people love the Wayne's Brothers. I, I loved it. When I watch it now, Marlon Wayne's is a. It's like, oh no, he, he, you cringe. Cool. Like, you cringe. This is crazy. Yo, and you know what's funny? Marlon Wayne's has not changed. Nope. Not at I all. I mean, be but careful. Those, those comedians from the nineties, they their art does not mature for some reason. Well, like Dave Chappelle was able to. Yes. And um, Martin. Chris Rock was able to. Martin. Martin was uh, his show. I know. Mean it was his, in the '90s. But I, you don't think it, you don't think it was. What do you mean? I'm uh, saying like there. That's why when you said Marlon Wayans hasn't changed. I'm like, your comedy has not matured to this oh, to like where oh, okay. we're at now. Like oh, I thought. Okay, I, I assume you were saying it hasn't. Um, okay. Oh, I get what you're saying now. I'm in my head. I'm thinking the what he's done, what he did back then, mm-hmm. hasn't. You can't. It, it was funny for them. Funny oh for them. no 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 yeah. yeah. But now no, I was definitely you know, time has passed. <laughs> yeah, not, Martin is definitely. His shit's still funny as fuck. I mean, the problem with Martin actually is he just stopped. Yeah. Like I mean, you gotta. It's like he had um, a good run. Roller he had skate. A good run. Look, I used to be able to roller skate. Me too. If I go out there right now, it's gonna take <laughs> me a good month of roller skating every day to right, right. kind of be okay. Martin stopped. I don't know if he. Could, I, I didn't. I, I haven't seen the last uh, mm-hmm. stand up, so I, I can't even say. I, I heard some people said they liked it. I don't know. I heard I some people said they didn't like it. Oh well, but I mean that's a given. Yeah, I didn't like Run Till That. I didn't like it either. Yeah. But Martin, no matter what you do, Martin the show, the TV show. You, you saw he just got honored at the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. So like, I did not see show. it. I, don't, oh. I didn't watch the show. I just watched the, the the clip of everybody, all the celebrities talking about the Martin show is on YouTube. And then also his acceptance of it, which was pretty dope to see that come full circle for him. Um, yeah, congratulations to everybody. Uh, Donald Glover, what did he get it for? For He got two awards, right? Fucking best directing and for acting in goddamn uh, Atlanta. Like... You beat out Jeffrey Tambor in Transparent. That's major. No one beats Jeffrey Tran- Tambor. <laughs> like, he was so good. Look, Atlanta is perfect, guys. It really is. I don't care what anyone says. I've been rewatching Atlanta it. Atlanta is perfect. The acting is perfect. The music is perfect. The storylines are perfect. The directing, though. Yes. Like, Donald Glover's directing on that show is just like no other. Lena Waithe. One thing we one thing Just about our, a lot of our own shows, mm-hmm. a lot of black shows, we um, we know what we're we we they're predictable to us because we know what's what we do. Mm-hmm. 
Atlanta was not predictable at all. It was not. <laughs> like, that invisible car episode. Man, <laughs> look, you could not predict much of that at all. Because, and that just shows you good writing versus great writing. And yeah. good directing versus great directing. I like, I, I like Insecure a lot. You mm-hmm. know how much I like Insecure. Right, right. Very predictable at times. Yeah. Very. Like, the thing is, like, any other show, when dudes say, yeah, I got an invisible car, that would have just been, like, a joke, and that would have been the end of it. Like, they niggas always say they got some out. crazy shit. They played that this shit This motherfucker wrapped up that car. I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Like, that changed the game. Man. Game uh, changing. Game changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Dope. Yo. So, we got to start now. Mm-hmm. We got to get mm-hmm. into some serious shit. We got to get into it. Got to get into some important topics. Um, to let's get let's man. go through. I feel like the one topic we need to touch on mm-hmm. is going to take a lot more uh, time. So let's get to Donald Trump. Get this shit over with. <laughs> so um, fuck Donald Trump. That's what we should open with this week. Damn, <laughs> we can close with it. But we close with it. yeah, we can. We but can. Do we do we want to give him that much? No, I don't even like thinking about. We already that. talking about him is enough. Oh, this is funny. This is a meme. Would you let him another man fuck your girl for five million dollars? Yes. And this dude presenting, <laughs> dude presenting his girl like here, guy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. He basically simbed his girl. Gosh, why do I have so many memes in my phone? Oh, but this is a good one. You don't watch NFL for the anthem, so if you don't like the kneeling, just ignore. Just ignore it like you do racism and police brutality. Bars. Boom. Bars. Okay. Um, Give me another right. fire one. Give me another fire one. Um, <laughs> I don't have the rest of this picture of me in the karate stance. Um, Joe, that is... six years old. Is that the 70s? Motherfucker. Oh, God damn it. It just looked like the 70s. All right. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going to read... <laughs> I'm going to read what Donald Trump said. But you know what's hurting the game more than that? I'm, okay, obviously he said something before this. So I'm just going to read what he I was said. like, why does it sound like a rap lyric? Like, um, he was talking about the football. He was talking about football and I think like injuries and shit. Mm-hmm. But he says, but you know what's hurting the game more than that? When people like yourselves turn on television and you see those people taking the knee when they are playing our great national anthem. The only thing you could do better is if you see it, even if it's one player, leave the stadium. I guarantee things will stop. Will it? Things will stop. Just pick up and leave. Pick up and leave. Not the same game anymore anyway. And then he says, wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. Ah. It just makes me so mad. I agree. It just makes me think about all of the shit Obama could never say. Like man, oh, he should have just did it that last. last right, 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 right. Should just rock that what, last year. That's what a lot of people saying, like, bro, <laughs> some gym I, shorts. What's gonna happen? Just go with it. Just rock out. Did you see? Did you see the thing he said about bad ratings, Trump? Uh, it's just like great solidarity for our national anthem and for our country. Yeah, Standing with locked arms is good. Kneeling is not acceptable. Bad ratings. Puerto Rico is under fucking like yeah. what, what like what? Yeah, what they, they are you have... talking about ratings, my nigga? This is not The Apprentice. You fucking clown. Bad ratings. Like, the most important <laughs> thing right now, Puerto Rico, and you have not touched them. They don't even have drinking water. Over a million people have don't have drinking water for six months because they have to rebuild the grid, replace the grid. Um, it's crazy, man. 
So I'll give you a couple more quotes from a couple uh, players before we talk about what happened Sunday. Um, Michael Bennett from the Seattle Seahawks, who the Seattle Seahawks actually stayed in the locker room, I believe, instead of coming out for the national anthem mm-hmm. the, as a team. Mm-hmm. They stayed in the locker room. Shots to there was a couple of them. Uh, it was Seattle Seahawks, Pittsburgh Steelers, which one of the players who was a former Army Ranger, Army Ranger walked out and saluted the flag and he stood, but the rest of the team stayed in. And he later apologized for separating himself from the team. Look, man, do what you want to do. I ain't no, ain't no need to be apologizing and shit like that. But um, I actually didn't think the whole staying behind was that great. But anyway, I'll read Michael Bennett. There's a whole bunch of people sitting at home judging me, but they will never get to this point where they can be vulnerable. Let people attack me because they don't believe what I believe in. But at the end of the day... I'm being vulnerable to show every person that no matter what you believe in, keep fighting for it. Keep fighting for equality, keep fighting for oppressed people, and keep trying to change society. The Browns set the valve, uh, believed to be believed to be the first white player to kneel for the anthem, said while explaining his reasoning. The issue is that it doesn't provide equal opportunity to everybody. I wanted to support my African American teammates today. We wanted to take a knee. We wanted to draw attention to the fact that there's Things in this country that still need to change. Now, those were the players who were actually kneeling for the right cause, which was police mm-hmm. brutality, mm-hmm. Uh, social injustice, um, the police killings. Um, that's what the killings of unarmed black men in America. That's what the initial kneel was for, because nothing has changed. Police still aren't facing any charges and if they are facing any charges they're getting off easy and Kaepernick just had to like remind everybody too like the reason this was happening was because of racial injustice like not yeah this was nothing to do with Donald Trump so Sunday they forgot all about that a lot of them didn't a lot of them knew what they were kneeling for Mm. but when the owners joined (laughs) these motherfuckers who I believe seven of them Jerry Jones, uh, I believe the Patriots owner, the Jaguars owner, they all donated a million dollars to Donald Trump. Yes. So these are the people who actually support this man. (coughs) And um, they didn't feel the need to stand up or or kneel against anything until (coughs) he called he called players a son of a bitch. Sons of bitches, I Which, guess. like, who does that? But, fuck that. He call, he said it. That's what makes you kneel? <coughs> this right. Part, After all of the shit this that we've been trying to bring to y'all's attention. Grabbing that's pussy. Oh, he, I mean, God. the disrespect he's to have for Mexican mm-hmm. people. And this is what makes you? When you come for the white man stuff. Yeah, now he's now. fucked with your money. So now you want to... Now you want to you want to make a make a stance against something, and that's what people can't forget. Please never forget. Don't forget why that this is all about fucking money. Everything with these people, whether it be sports, politics, wherever. If you're white and you're powerful, it's all about fucking money. The reason why they don't want to accept that global warming is real, money. Yeah. Like, and I feel like crazy. viewership probably went up this this um this last weekend. Mm. Um. Compared to the other weekends, because right. people wanted to see who the fuck was gonna kneel. I don't know. I don't have any uh, numbers, but 
I just feel like a lot of people watching just to see what was gonna happen. Yeah. They well, got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, no. the fact that it, it did it did go up. Um, and yeah, that's another thing that Trump was saying. You guys are dropping ratings, and they were like, "Once again, you're saying things you don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> like, just say whatever. Just say whatever, and you could be president. I said, now I didn't stand for the pledge of allegiance. Mm-hmm. Growing up, like I think I stopped when I was like eight or nine. My uncle made me stop because it was, <laughs> and I did that more. I was Christian at the time, mm-hmm. and it was somebody said you're idolizing the flag, like you're not supposed to idolize anything. Mm-hmm. So I stopped because of that, mm-hmm. and I stopped um, standing for the uh, national anthem around the same age when I when I was given a lesson. On it, and I understood what they were talking about in the song, and bombs bursting in air, and they make it seem like fireworks in a celebration. Man, people are dying in this song. Mm-hmm. I get it; it's war, but people are dying. I cannot celebrate death. I cannot stand that. Cannot be my anthem that I put my heart into because you know what I mean that wasn't our fight anyway, and it wasn't like then. But I was young when I when I read that. It was mm-hmm. just off of violence and killing. I was like, right, that's not right. right. Then as I got older, <laughs> no sound, no sound right. Then as I got older, I recognized that oh, we were slaves. Mm-hmm. And I read something. I I think it was even like a war where sla- like slaves were fighting on on the other side, trying against the revolution or the French French Indian War. Nah, nah. This is fuck. I don't remember, guys. Fuck. If you know, let us know. Are you talking about when they thought they would get freedom and then they ended up getting fucked? No, 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 no. Oh. No, just forget about it. <laughs> anyway, in the third stanza, it actually talks about killing slaves, like catching killing slaves. Did not know that until last year. Deplorable. Why would I ever stand for that? Why would any player ever stand, any black player stand? Why would you, who is not black, stand for a song that talks about killing black folks? Like, that's, like, I don't care if everything changes. If the anthem don't change, I ain't standing for that shit. Yep. Oh, and you're like, oh, if somebody says, well, they don't even sing that part. If there was a song where the third verse talked about your family, it would say it's like the third verse is John Knight is a bitch. Fuck him. <laughs> Are you ever going to forget that that part is in the song even though they don't sing it? Absolutely not. Come on, man! If you were a bat, if you were a rapper, and they took out the part in the song, like they didn't, they didn't rap that part. Would you jump up to like, <laughs> like to like get on beat with the song and, and rock out with it? No, you would not. You'd be like, fuck that shit. That's that one song where they be dissing me in the, in the third verse. I ain't getting up for that shit. I mean, that's kind of like how I feel a lot of Jamaican music now that I've grown up and I'm out and I realize <laughs> a lot of it is bashing gay people. People. I was like, damn, that was my shit. favorite song. Fuck. You still be dancing to that shit? Mm. <laughs> so, no, no, because it fucked me up because I put on like a little reggae mix like a Saturday. I'm in my house. I'm like, yeah. And the song will start and halfway through, I'm like, oh, this is not, this does not feel good. Change next. But yeah. Damn. The, the message, like you were saying, it's still there and like it's fucked up. But it also speaks to how, like, why do you, why do you powerful... Not even powerful. Why do so many white Americans 
revere tradition so much. Like, the tradition could literally be, like, the most terrible thing ever done to human beings ever. And they'll still be like, you're changing the state of America. You're changing what this country was built on. Oh, our backs and our blood, you bitch? Like, (laughs) the fuck are you saying right now? Do you hear yourself? Man. It's crazy. My cousin. Fuck your flag. Fuck all this shit. Come on, be a Marxist. We about the people. (laughs) Look, I care about the military. Mm-hmm. I care about you enough to say don't do it. I don't <laughs> join because I feel like you're dying and getting sick and getting mental, um, having mental issues. Death don't come back the same. Yeah, because of a war that you shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. Have you fighting for fighting for no reason for money? And, and you're sitting there thinking. Like, I did this to make the people in my country free. Nah. A war ain't been about that since World War II. Like, this is, that's it not... ain't been about freedom since then. So, like, we could stop that shit. Like, when I hear my cousin's a Marine, he talks about, <clears throat> you know, like, I was over there and I, care, I cared about your freedoms, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? No, this is not what has happened. Like, why do you know that you were used? Well, um, just as just as much as not as much, but just like the police force is is brainwashed to yeah, you know, defend what the Dude, police force uh, is, and that's a family. It's the same shit. Man, my cousin made a post saying, um, "I believe it's your right to to kneel and protest, but at the same time, <laughs> it's my right to call you all idiots for doing so." <sighs> um, <laughs> He said that the so he said that the national anthem is not about the president or the government. It's about the men and women that have lost their lives defending this country. When? <sighs> when, when did that when did they tell you that? Y'all know that. Because how can our national anthem just be about that? It's our national anthem. It can that that's that would be a separate song. It's all about what people want to see. And want to believe, honestly. Like, they, like, I, even my homegirl, I won't call her out right now because I know she listens. We got into a bit of a debate one day, like right after Trump won. And it was basically me being like negative as fuck, but it was real. It was real shit. I was just like, this fucking sucks. We're in a lot of trouble. What the fuck? Like, this country, it, what? And she kind of had the whole like, well, let's just give him a chance. And I was just like, what? Have you heard the things he said? Give him a chance to fuck me up? Nah. Like, what you mean give him a chance? And I, it just speaks to even some black folks just want this country sometimes to be this thing that it's not. All of that pride that y'all have in America, drop it. It's not the 90s. We're not stupid no more. No one believes in patriotism. It, fuck your fuck fake all of patriotism, that. man. Because wh- what, are you, what you really are is about the preservation of white Privilege mm-hmm. and power. That's it. You don't care and white about tradition. this country like that. You don't because you don't care about me. But you know what? And I'm I'm here. I live here. You don't care about you don't care about minorities. I wonder though. Do you think that maybe? Do you think that maybe these people cling to these traditions so hard because like they don't have a specific culture they identify with themselves, and the American fabric is what. 
Oh, that's dude. Because look, I feel like that's what it Yeah. Kinda comes down to is dude. We we have various, you know, I'm Jamaican, you know, you're black American, we have like Nigerian no, out there. You have all these different cultures listen. and shit and experiences and they don't have that. And <laughs> that's a real thing. That's a real thing. That's, that's, something, white experiences. that's something you're that either I white actually, trash or you're pretty privileged. It's funny. You're probably right. Because even as a black American, mm-hmm. I'm at times jealous of black Caribbean folks, black um, folks from Spanish uh, speaking countries. Um, I'm a little jealous because y'all got something to grab onto that feels real to you. It feels like this is my home, which it's really the same thing as us here. That's mm-hmm. not your true home. Yes, it's not. <laughs> like those, it just ain't America, but it's it still is. ain't our home. I mean, and you guys hold on to like home, like the it's your motherland. Yeah, yeah. It's not, but here we were never okay because a lot of those places you are the majority. Yeah, you do see those doctors and lawyers who are black, yeah. kind of running shit. And you you see your people. You mm-hmm. don't see you don't feel as stepped on. Right. And as unwelcome. And, you know, just we, say, we colorism and all that shit still exists in for those sure, places. For sure. But, yeah. But it's a little different here. We have never been comfortable. I don't know any part. I don't have too many friends that claim to be American so freely. You know? Mm-hmm. They say, what are you? Yeah. You... You rarely just claim American. It's hard. And they, Saying, when I say I'm American, it's kind of hard for me to say I'm American. I because mm-hmm. you don't feel welcome. There's a grossness attached to it. You don't when you think American, you don't see yourself. Nope. Nope. This is and white people get been, really offended at that because they don't understand that. I don't understand why they get offended. They don't see us. Did when you, they see did you see that uh, the interview? The, look, let me give you. Let me t- tell you a point. Mm-hmm. That they don't see us when they see America. All right, in boxing, boxing is huh. a very um, uh, racial sport. Like they, but not just racial, but the the, the countrymen go for their countrymen. Like the the country goes for the countrymen. Um, you hear Jamaica chants if the guys making Puerto Rico, Mexico, Canelo. If you saw the Canelo fight against uh, Triple G, those huge a few weeks ago. Mexico came out. They supported him. Even if they weren't boxing fans, they went hard. That's our Mexican brother. That's our Mexican countrymen. We're going hard. No matter what the country is, they go hard for him. Now, you have Floyd Mayweather <laughs> going against American. American Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Actually, talk Tr- about it. Hold on. Trump supporting. Woo. Trump supporting Floyd Mayweather. Woo. Talk about fighting against Irish Conor McGregor. Un-American. Un-American. Even before that. Even before that, he fought Canelo. He fought Pacquiao. Filipino. Mexican. You weren't rooting for him. You didn't go. You weren't at that at that um, arena screaming, USA, USA, USA. You weren't doing that. But if a white guy, and I've seen white MMA fighters, American, white American MMA fighters fight against somebody from Brazil, I don't care if they the sorriest motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They go against Brazil, especially if they got an American flag on them. 
like playing up to it, you are going to hear USA chants all the fucking time. The funny thing is, it's not just because it's a different sport, so I don't use that. When I see black American MMA fighters, there's rarely a USA chant. You're probably going to go for the other guy, the yep. Russian, yep. Whatever, the, whatever they are. You're not rooting for us. You don't see us as Americans, so don't get mad We when it's so hard for us to claim American. That's you why I'm so glad us. that Amanda Seals at that little live stream thing Katy Perry had, that little dinner, when Amanda Seals shut down Caitlyn Jenner because she had the nerve to ask her, like, not even ask her, like, kind of, like, give her attitude for not feeling, like, proud of this country. And she had to let her know, you came into this world with the privilege of a white man, Miss Thing, and, and motherfucker, you please remember it. Go medal winning Olympic gold medal winning. You got this, this country does not serve you. You were giving everything you. after that. You exactly. were the man. You didn't feel no kind of pressure until you changed your Motherfucker went from man to the woman. You didn't even really feel no pressure because they welcomed you with open arms. They said, man, let me see that thing. Let me see what it's looking like. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Look at you looking so beautiful. And you're not. Proof you're, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You're ugly as fuck. Um, All right, so let's get to some. uh, That was a serious topic, but I'm glad we got that out the way first. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I sent John this article Mm. by uh, Many Debates, Very Smart Brothers, and um, it's called Straight Black Men Are the White People of Black People. So, I sent this to him, and I said, This looks interesting. Mm -hmm. And he read it. He said, oh, we got to talk about this. I said, oh, shit. I guess I got to read it. Because <laughs> I had not read it yet. And I'm going to be honest with you. I did not read it until 10 minutes before we started this podcast. But you read it. You read I did. It. I did because we had to talk about it. And it was really interesting. Yeah. And I agree with the shit. How do you feel about it? <sighs> How do I unpack this? Because... Well, okay, so when it came, when the article came out, when you sent it to me, the next day, the, like the Howard group chat that I'm in, somebody put that in the group chat and it went, it, like shit was lit. And it just proved like, it proved exactly what the article was saying. I knew, I knew you were like, going to say that. All of the black girls in our group, in our group chat were kind of just saying, you know, well, I agree. I don't feel like our, our men kind of have our back completely. I don't feel like we're represented completely. I do feel like the conversation is mostly about the preservation of black men, but what about black women? Um, and just shit like that. And the only thing a couple of the dudes in the group chat were, had kept going back to was like, well, the delivery is fucked up. What about that headline? And I'm like... You're too, you're too smart for that. You're too smart, you're too for, that. smart for that. Come on now. You if you know read the, the actual content, you wouldn't be stuck on this. Like, why are we still trying to spoon feed black men? Like, why every time this is being a black woman tries to to check a, a, a black man, her brother, it, it's like... It's an attack. It's ill-received. It's like, oh, we already black men. You gonna throw this on us too? Motherfucker, yes. If we can't have that conversation within our own community, who will? Yeah. How are we going to talk about And then how, how y'all motherfuckers going to get better at it? Like, no, when I saw this, I was like, oh, I like this. Like, mm-hmm. I know I have a problem myself. A lot of times I'm like, man, what the fuck they complaining about now? Right, right. And what do I sound like? Mm-hmm. I sound like white people when it comes to us. Like, I, I've had a homegirl 
who has put me on blast a couple times. And not until that reading that article mm -hmm. did I say, yeah, I fucked up. Okay. I my privilege wouldn't allow me to see her point. Oh, I I do it too. As as woke as I claim to be, as like open as I am, sometimes as black men you don't realize we're we're trained to kind of think and react in those ways. Like the article pointed out, um, Sometimes I wish, like, basically, like, I wish, my, like, they wish their brothers would just accept what their their word is on something about mm -hmm. being harassed or being, you know, attacked in the street or being followed. And, like, the typical fucking response is, like, well, what should she be doing for that not to happen to her as yeah, opposed yeah, to yeah. how like, to be changed? Like, so this is what you should do different so you mm -hmm. don't get that reaction. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the short skirt theory. It's that, mm, you know? And yeah. it's, it's fucked up. And... <sighs> We just have to be, we have to get out of our way. We have to just say, look, this is not about me. Mm -hmm. It's selfish. Mm -hmm. Just say, all right. As much as we want our white allies to do that. Yeah. And we can't, you can't tell somebody what they're feeling is wrong. You're exactly. basically saying. You invalidate, you're, yeah. If they feel harassed and they feel like, a, like you're treating them like a piece of meat or they're not being heard. That's a feeling that they have. You mm -hmm. can't deny their feeling. Whether you agree with it or not, and you have to respect it. Respect it. it and stop listen. fighting it. Listen to our I'm women. telling this to myself, y'all. <laughs> right now, this is this is literally for me as well. I'm like, just listen. I have a problem. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Ain't nothing going on. And this is fucked up because we talk about the shit that black men are going through. Mm -hmm. Black women are going through it too. Yep. They're getting harassed by the police. Mm -hmm. They're getting fucked by the police. Like, we have seen them basically raped. They're getting beat up like men by the police. And all we talk about is unarmed black men. Now, that's all we hear. You don't hear unarmed black people all the time. I mean, it's mostly unarmed black men. Now, our women are getting fucked up. Yeah, man. Slapped around, beat up like men. They look at our women like men. You know how they look at our boys, our little boys as black men? Because black women aren't allowed to be fragile and tender like little white girls. Um, so this is the first comment that I saw after reading the article. And I, after reading the article, I was like, man, this is good. I'm already like, cringing. I, I avoid comments. After after reading the article, <laughs> I was like, this is good. This is something we need to, you know, you know, we need to discuss. We need to grow from here. I felt good about that. And then I read this comment. Seems like the root is becoming more and more anti-black male. Very sad. It sucks they are joining the other... What is this? Gawkmondo? I don't uh, know. I guess it's another blog. Yeah. But Gawkmondo properties and creating a white-friendly version of progressiveness that's easy to gluten-sensitive, white digestive tracts because we How? can still hate black men and be white. How is this feeding any white person's ego? They don't even understand our issues on this level. This is this the react. This, this response was actually really good. It sounds just like what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, somebody responded. Why is talking about the reality of what black women face? Anti. What is why is talking about the rea re the reality of what black women face? Anti black male. We are always told we're being divisive when we talk about what's going on. It's a great way to silence us, and nothing has to change. Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with white people. And what they want. This does not have anything to do with white people. It's a 
the title is telling you you're doing the same thing that you hate that they do. Yep. So it's just putting us in check, like, yo, check yourself, bro. Have you ever gotten into a debate with like a white friend about this, about like trying to understand where you're coming from, and because they're so fixed on their way, they can't hear you because they're not listening. That is yeah. what this article Bruh, is describing. That I, frustration. I've been debating with a white person all day. <laughs> <laughs> you about, about fucking uh, kneeling, uh, kneeling for the anthem, and you know. I'm making points. Somebody else is making great points. Mm-hmm. And they would just go back to what they were comfortable with, which was, well, my husband is a Marine. My his, my family is in the military. And they feel disrespected. That's who I care about more than anything. She stopped caring about the actual discussion. Mm-hmm. She, kept, she, so she was sad. no longer responding to you know, the points being made. That's so and, lazy. It, oh, my God. That's so a, fucking yeah. lazy. Oh, and then she tried to hit me with black on black crime. But, oh, <laughs> this was a white person? Yeah. She's like, she's <laughs> oh, like, God. And, you know, I'm from Chicago, and black on black crime is a, is an issue. And I said... Baby girl, how did black I, on black crime start? Well, see, now, and the homegirl, mm. who is not black, she's half uh, Japanese, half white. Mm-hmm. Husband is a cop. Mm. All this... Man, she told her she. Oh, she was killing her. She makes some great points Good. all the time. Shouts to the allies who count. I went to college with her, man. She's so dope. And she was just like, "Look, that's a whole nother argument. That's a whole yeah. nother, whole nother topic, whole nother discussion." Because we have to go so deep on that one. It's and a, it's it all stems, and it all stems from white supremacy. This is what yep. she told her. Yes. She like, she was like, "But we're not even gonna go there. We're gonna Good stick shit. to this." Good shit. And I, I, I look. I love this one because I I told her, so if I bring up breast cancer, you going to, because she said, she said, you can't pick and choose what not to discuss when we're talking about this. I was like, how does that make sense to you? If I'm talking about breast cancer and you said, and you start talking about lung cancer, huh? How, how is this on the same time? You know what it is? So, but it's actually worse than that. It's me talking about breast cancer and her bringing up AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we're talking about um, police brutality amongst black people, then if you bring up lung cancer and I'm talking I'm talking about breast cancer, then you'll talk about Hispanics and you'll talk about other races. Yeah. Then you'll, then, you know, that's it. But she brings up black on black crime. This is a completely well, different. You know what that's a symptom of? White guilt. And, and and because of their white guilt, they become dismissive and they need to place that guilt somewhere. And what do they do? The first fucking thing they run to, well, y'all be killing yourselves, basically. And, oh, the like, homegirl home was like, look, when people do that, it's lazy. And basically, you're so trying. Because she texts me, but she's just saying, like, look, I know she's, I know what people like her. She's like, and I'm not going to say she's this, but a lot of racist people will say that because... You're an animal. Look what you do anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we spoke on that to speak on this, saying, brothers, open your minds, open your hearts, mm-hmm. listen. Listen. And our <laughs> sisters are doing amazing fucking things all over the place, and yep. we're losing out because they're over here. They lo- they they walking away from us. I haven't seen it. I see who they holding hands with, y'all. Y'all better get together. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, 
We got some winners out there. We got some winners out there giving up on us. <laughs> and this whole time, y'all thought y'all thought y'all could do whatever you want, and they're still gonna be there. Nah, they're not there no more. Mm. They're not there no more. And we need them because you know. y'all sit there and talk about them like they dogs. But then you go with these women who don't know your struggle, and you end up leaving them because they weren't shit. So what happened with the with the whole? Oh man, she's different. You know, she got my back. Didn't know black women have my back like this, but you left her anyway. What happened? What was it? Hmm. Come on, man. Stop the bullshit. Um, Y'all should read that article. You should. It's on Very Smart Brothers. And uh, we'll probably put a link up for it, man. I don't know how we all know. A quote, though, that stuck out to me, uh, and it really, really landed, was... um, because the the author is a black man, and he it's 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 a letter to us. It's not even like a black woman writing about black men, which I feel like a lot of people also miss. If you motherfuckers don't start reading before y'all jump on these goddamn comments arguing with people, read before you look like an idiot. But anyhow, the quote is: "We are the ones who get the biggest seat at the table and the biggest piece of chicken at the table, despite making the smallest contribution to the meal." Um. The women do all of the shit and reap uh, barely any of the shit. So, like, just listen, man. Just fucking listen. Um, and, yo, I have to applaud my sisters, man. They really... The love they have. The love they show. The understanding. The understanding. The uh, openness. It was very evident when I posted this... Um, Mm. This me, mm-hmm. and I really, I knew what I was getting into. I knew, I knew what I was gonna see, but I did it anyway because I want to see how bad it, it was really gonna be. And I, the meme was, and I had this shit fucking prepared and all that shit. <laughs> These motherfuckers. The would you rather join? Yeah. So the meme said. Um, would you would you rather have a gay son or a thug son? Now, for me, it was an easy answer. I mean, I didn't. Even, it's just, to me, it was a silly post. Mm-hmm. But I, it was it was first. Uh, I first saw it in a group on Facebook that I'm in, and when I saw a post like gay son, easy, but. I read comments before. I'm like, oh, shit. None of these black dudes, these black men are saying gay son. Mm-hmm. They're all saying thug son. Every single one of them said thug son. I was like, fuck, this is crazy. I couldn't believe it. And I, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to see. And I made a point. This is my point on that on that post and I thought I was going to get more support from the guys once I made my <laughs> once I made my statement I said gay son I was like look like, let me help y'all yeah, help yeah, yeah. let me let me give perspective <laughs> let me give them a vision I was like look y'all my mom you know my brother my brother was a thug his whole life mm-hmm. you know my cousins thugs their whole lives my brother died was killed out here thugging my cousins have died thugging my Cousins are in prison. I have cousins in prison for life from thugging. The worry that my mom and my aunts had, 
the cries that I saw at those funerals, the cries that I had, the worry that I had for my brother and my cousins. That's real, man. Like, hearing your cousins and your brothers, like, in jail together, calling you. Like, my brother would call me, and he'd be there with two of my cousins. Not there on the same case. You know, they just happened to be there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's real shit. That's, you know, you got to accept, collect, collect phone calls. You have to worry when they're when they're not in prison. That's when you worry even more, because like shit, they gonna make it back tonight. <laughs> and this is the shit my mom and my mm. aunts had to go through. The grand think about your grandmas got to go through this shit. You know they they don't want to deal with that in their last years. Absolutely. And these dudes are picking thug son. They're like, man, I can deal with a thug. This ain't Tupac. This ain't Young Thug. This is not movie shit. We talking about real thugs. They said, well, a thug can change their life. A gay son gonna be gay forever. Are you that worried about who they fucking? <sighs> Apparently. Why are you that worried about who they fucking though? But you know what? That episode of Master of None with Lena Way, she made a really good point. I'm so glad I just rewatched it, where she said, for black people, our kids are like trophies. And you wanna show those trophies off. And being gay is like dirtying up that trophy. Like you're you're smudging your shit. And that it uh, god damn it is sad. Like the fact that your test of the like your measure of the value of your child is based on only what you want for them and not what they could possibly evolve into on their own as a human being is crazy. It's fucking crazy. Because half the time, some black folks like to use the whole religion excuse. I find that happening less and less nowadays. Now they'll just say what the fuck they feel because they're just ignorant. But like, Y'all don't even have a reason why. You don't even have a real reason why you wouldn't love your child the same way. You don't. Dig deep. I guarantee you there's not an actual substantial reason there. It's all status and image. What the fuck I'm going to tell so-and-so if they find out my son gay? How I'm going to watch football with my boy <laughs> with my boys and invite my son into that circle if he's gay? Yo, I'm going to read to you guys some of these comments that were so crazy. And we'll just respond to them. Um, so one, one young lady, and I would say most of the women said gay son, easy, said gay son, I love the fuck out of his gay ass. Like they didn't care. Um, this young lady with her ignorant ass, her response is, fuck, those are the only two choices we get. I'd rather die and not have a son. This motherfucker chose death. Yep. Over having a gay son. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so. I hope all the kids turn out gay. Man. Oh my God. I hope every single one of the kids come out gay as fuck. <laughs> like, she, she has little kids. Like, you don't know what they're about to be. That's what like, I had to tell my cousin. I had to give my cousin that talk. Um, so my homegirl, Amanda, says, I hope the universe hears you on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the homegirl posted a meme of. Uh, Look, oh my God, Regina George getting hit by the bus. Dude. <laughs> I died, man. And then, no. look, there, the homegirl said die, though. And she said, exactly, die. Don't want to give birth to a gay nor lesbian. I'd rather die than have to have that in my family. And thank God, God has heard my prayers, not the universe. God gave me both my babies, and he has given me two great children and love and fear him. So, yes, I'd rather die than to bring more of that into the world. I know I'm not supposed to judge people, so I try not to. 
and I'm not judging. We all, you we all have to meet sweetheart. the man. Listen, <laughs> we all have to meet the man upstairs one day. Mm. I let him judge, but I also try to listen to what God sees as right and wrong. I'm not perfect by far. She's not perfect, y'all. I know her. She there is nothing perfect. I mean, just her. the way she's writing. I'm just saying, look, that listen, grammar. Even even <laughs> even when it comes to this Christianity shit. I mean, who but, is? But I'm just saying, it ain't nothing. Yeah. Like, so you're just picking sins. Um, she said... Uh, yeah, good book title, Picking Sins. Yeah. <laughs> she said, but there are things I believe in and won't fold to just... Won't fold just because the world says it's okay to. Gladly, gladly, I don't know any gays or lesbos, but if I did, that would be them, not me. You do know them, girl. Uh, They're just in the closet because of people like you. And she says, y'all getting y'all little panties in a bunch all for my beliefs. Because you're hateful. You're hateful. And look, man, people, look, they were going in on her. My homegirl said, that's some sick, twisted ass shit. Um, yeah, it was bad. And I, I even said, like, yo, you, like, you, you want to be so choosy right now. I said, folks, be real choosy about what sins matter. I'm sure you hang out with plenty fucking robbers and thieves because I know she does. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. What? Like, you ain't been fucking. You ain't married. You got kids. You ain't married. You out here fucking. I'm just like, where does this come? I mean, I guess I know where it comes from, sort of. But just like, for you to be that passionate about it. Bro. Something was, a lesbian broke her heart. Yo, a I was. A lesbian broke her heart. Bro, I was. <laughs> I was. Look, one of, the, one of the homies on here, he gonna, He listens. So we're going to talk about him. I'm not going to say his name. It ain't for all that. Um, yo, this is... Uh, I'm going to go in on this one, though. My brother, I have to go in on you. This is some bullshit. He goes, um, I used to be considered a thug. Actually, I was called a preppy, a preppy thug by some. I also grew out of that. So, yeah, I'd rather have a thug. What? What the fuck is a preppy thug? What, but what? That didn't even answer anything. <laughs> he, chose, he chose thug. He chose right, thug. Right, right. So that answers it. But, okay, for one, and the rules of this, the guy is not going to stop being gay. So guess what? The thug son, if he's no longer, if he grows out of being a thug, guess what? He's no longer your thug son. So no, he's forever a thug, and you still choose gay. I mean, you should still choose thug. So this is your son, thug. No, he's not changing. I, like I, and I respond, I said, why does everybody keep acting like this is a former thug? No, your son is gay or a criminal. That's it. And thug is a criminal. For people who don't know, thug means criminal. Um, so he goes, so when I say, he says, so be it. Maybe I'm mature enough to kick with gay people and not want to have one as, as my child. But you'd rather have a criminal. That's cool. Um, Y'all yo, do realize gay people are still like people, right? No, they don't. Like, they just don't. the way they're talking about it, I'd they rather don't. have that than one of those. Yeah, they It's don't, the same man. thing. They just like different. It's crazy. It was, it was really annoying, man. It really. I will say it this. It was really frustrating. He even said he tried to make this a uh, thing like y'all can like y'all didn't like Tupac. Motherfucker, that stop it. That is not a real thug. You don't know what anything a thug, if to you're not trying to accept compare. If, if you're <laughs> trying to compare a real thug to Tupac, then you don't know what a thug is. Exactly. You have no exactly. idea. Exactly. But it was just. I mean, I. Some of the people, man, like that I saw on here saying it was one guy neither, but thug son. Um, 
just so I'm on the record. Yeah, I don't want no fat. Yeah, exactly. Like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, and then somebody pointed out, my homegirl has seen it. She says, this comparison is awful. It's insensitive. Becoming a thug is a choice and being gay isn't. I get it. L- listen, people, I knew all that. Yeah. But the, it's to get it was, these responses. Yeah, I wanted these responses. And to me, it was silly. Like, why would you pick a thug son over gay son? That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. But these people, yeah. like this one guy says, uh, thug, because not all thugs go to jail. Not all thugs get caught. What? Okay. Cool. He said, even even said, talk to most of the owners of Fortune 500. When you, who you, depending on who you talk to, most of the owners of Fortune 500 are considered thugs. So, yeah. What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. A lot of motherfuckers in charge are considered gay, too. How about that? Like, I hear a lot of pros on the thug side and no, no actual cons no, for the gay. I, look, look, I like, gave them some hard hitters. I said, so, no James Baldwin, no Langston Hughes, no... Um, Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross. <laughs> and I said... I mean... And I said, and listen, I know y'all gonna get mad at me, because I know who you are. And I said, and possibly, no Malcolm X. Woo! Ooh. Possibly. <laughs> we don't know it to be. A, look, and, uh, and I will say, I don't know if he was gay. They're not ready for that. I don't know. Like he probably wasn't, but yeah. I do believe he probably. He was a. He was a, a, believe, a hustler. I do believe point. at one time he wasn't a. He wasn't like a. He was a, a low life hustler. Mm-hmm. So he would do whatever it took to get money. One of those things that the book states. Um, Manny Mar- Marable's uh, book says that he wasn't against selling his body for money mm-hmm. to men. Like having gay sex, doing gay acts for money. Now, oh, when you hear, when you say that to any black man, they hey, go crazy. Hey, whoa, all right, come and on. I asked man. the homie. I'm like, first of all, the homie went in on me. The homie went in on me. He was like, he was like, no, homie, that's not cool. Like that's he's like that's like uh, putting paperwork out on somebody who ain't got no paperwork, and or saying somebody got paperwork and they don't. I'm like, listen, you accepted the fact that he sold drugs, right? You accepted the fact that he just had sex with all these women and he was a thief and all that. But it's so hard for you to accept the other stuff. Like why? I, like you weren't there for it either. Exactly. Motherfuckers be so quick to defend. You don't know them. And he's not gonna... These are human beings who have to do what they have to do to survive. So, like, chill out. But it was... Oh, man. It was it was really disappointing. I will say this. A couple of my really... But a couple of my really close friends... Mm-hmm. They were... Damn, even this girl who I wasn't expecting that from. She said, thug. That's crazy. Um, One... That's a lot of people I knew. One said, Neither. I knew, I knew she was gonna say that. Um, I'm trying to find my boy, and this guy, this one dude, well, I was surprised. He said, "What you think, bro?" And I said, "Personally, I think it's an obvious choice. I would go with gay son. His sexuality ain't ain't that important to me. I want him to be healthy and safe. I don't want to deal with no criminals. I don't." Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "Not me. I can reform from being a thug. If you are gay, then you probably." Gonna stay gay. And then what's wrong with that? Dude. Like, I, give me your reasons. Man. Oh, dude. I'm reading. So I'm reading this stuff because at one point I'm going back and forth with one of the guys. He was just so disrespectful to the to my gay cousin, to the girls that were fighting, um, that were, that were arguing with him. He was getting disrespectful. And I know this dude, 
I know him as being a good dude, mm-hmm. but right then he showed like, and it's, we, me and him have argued before on Facebook. He argued for uh, Bill Cosby. Like, it was, huh. but I'm, I'm reading. So I, I remember. So when when I start reading all this stuff, I knew what I was getting, but I was hurt. I almost started. I almost shed a tear about it's this sobering, shit, man. It's very. Sobering. I almost shed a tear because I'm thinking about. If you read this, you didn't read it, Mm-mm. but I was thinking about if you read it. And then I thought about if my cousin read it. And I was like, fuck. They're going to read this shit. I almost wanted to, to delete it. So I was like, they're going to read this shit and see all this hate. See that these people wouldn't want somebody like them. The reason why I didn't read it, because I remember you told me you posted it, is because I knew that these would be the responses. That's the little faith that I have in human beings, especially our community. I and knew that th- those would be the responses. My homegirl Randy says, this is disturbing to see so many black people, black people who deal with judgment based on the color of their skin every day, to stigmatize another group is saddening. Like, it, ah, oh, so fucking ridiculous, man. Um, my boy, one of my closest friends, D, he was like, this is crazy. Crazy, I can't believe he's like gay. Like, this is crazy. Man. Yeah, he says, pretty sad. Some of you would rather see your child murdered or in jail than be gay. It just shows I, how far we have to go. Like, <laughs> we still got so much work to be done. And that's why I'm glad, in a way, like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not somebody sometimes who people automatically know is gay. Because I'll be around dudes and they'll start to say some of this kind of shit and I get the biggest high <laughs> out of just like pulling my cloak back <laughs> and just being like, I am one of them, motherfucker. So what was that you were saying now about what? Like, you don't make sense. Y'all gotta stop. This is another thing that, that I find happens in the black community or just small factions of people in general or minority groups. Stop influencing the bullshit. You have a gay friend or you have a gay family member. Defend them the same way you want white allies to step up when they hear some racist shit in their group of white friends. That's the same fucking way y'all need to step up for us. Like, don't sit there and go, that's just my such and such. That's just how they talk. I get it. Some motherfuckers are just too old to fix, whatever. But some of y'all got friends who are our age right now saying this, some of this shit in the barbershop, in the, in, on, on the bus, wherever you at. Just say, hey, that shit ain't cool. You ain't got to be out here marching for the people. But don't be a fucking fly on the wall. Like, help. <laughs> like, don't just stand by and let motherfuckers. Just like, stop the ignorance in his tracks if you can. Some motherfuckers, again, are unchangeable, but don't just sit there and like, oh, that's crazy. Like, what? Like, especially some of y'all that I know are close with gay people. These motherfuckers be like, I mean, shit, I got a gay cousin, you know what I mean? We cool. And how do you treat that cousin for real? This is your family. They probably feel hella ostracized from your ass. This is your family. You're not going to stand up for their lifestyle? Because they don't agree with it. I'm not saying... For you to go ahead and be gay. That's not it. <laughs> That's but what it means. Let them live. Dude, when I do this, when I when I talk about this stuff, like having the conversation, like 
They said, why are you, uh, why is this so important to you? Because I, I was like, yo, why is it, why are you going so hard? On it? Like, you, they kept bringing up, this one guy kept bringing up God, kept bringing up the Bible. I said, so, so why are you going so hard on this thing? Why is it so important for you to fight against gay? Mm-hmm. And he goes, why is it important to you? It's ruining the family structure. He said, why, why is it important to you? I was like, because I want motherfuckers to be able to live. Exactly. Just freely. People, like you. Like, just to remind y'all, people literally get murdered because of their sexual orientation. So, yes, it is literally for someone's life to be saved. I'm, look, this these people that you're so against who can't fight their sexuality. and they, I mean, they do and they can't. Because you can't fight sexuality. You can't fight what you're attracted to. It's nature. You can deny it, but you can't fight it because you have those feelings. You cannot. You can decide not to act on them. But how happy would you be? So you rather them be unhappy. You rather them not like these are people. They want to be able to hold hands and hug and do all the stuff that you do with your woman. Well, I feel like a part of it is them thinking that we're we are delusional people. Like this, excuse me, this idea of happiness that we had shit came from the depths of my soul. But uh, this shit, this this idea that, that gay people have of like, we want to embrace who we are and like be happy and live fulfilled lives. To those people who, who don't believe in that, they think we're in a fantasy land or like we, there's something off in our brains or something or we're crazy. Like they don't know what's good for them. I know what's good for them. Almost reducing us to the crackhead family member. Like, we Man. family and all, but nah. that bitch on crack. Y'all like, worse. <laughs> y'all worse, because y'all can't change. Exactly. Like well, I don't know. Some crackers can't change. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and the, okay, this is when we get to the point where, I mean, I know we were discussing earlier, you know, we need to have the back, have our black women's back and, you know, be open to what they're going through because they actually going through more because there's an equal there's some equal to what we're going through mm-hmm. and then it's even more because they are a woman and they're supposed to fit into their place. Yeah. Now, in this situation, black women actually have some privilege <laughs> when it comes to the gay community. They're so, they're so much more accepted in the black family than the black gay male. Oh, like lesbians? Yes. Hmm. I, dude, my cousins, I have like, I think two or three female cousins uh, that are gay. They've been gay. Yeah. We don't care. Ain't been a thing. Oh my gosh. Let it be a motherfucking dude gay in the family. That was going to be some funny shit. That was going, oh, they were going, man, here come his gay motherfucking ass. They don't say that. They don't say that when when they're not gonna say that when when our female cousins come through. They go, "What up? There go my motherfucker right there." That's because men run shit, so to speak, and run the societal norm. So if you're less of a man, you're of no value. Whereas if you're a woman and you're more of a man, you cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was just saddening, man. We so that post was um. Just to see how far we were from where we need to be. We're pretty fucking far. <laughs> uh, I'm hopeful that their kids all turn out gay. No, I'm just kidding. That, um, but that, I'm just, hopeful that um, 
their kids actually do better than they're doing. Yes. That's my hope. Yes. I don't care about sexuality, none of that. I mean, it would be cool for the one chick to have a gay son. That would be dope. Just, just because, you know, I, I don't, I feel, but I, I would feel really bad. But also, right, I feel bad for him growing because, up with that crazy ass movie. Yeah. If that's what you're growing up with, Lord Jesus, you ain't never going to come out. You know what? I feel like I should, like, hit her up like, you know what? I feel you. I'm on your side. <laughs> then, like, smutter out. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, thrash her pussy and just nut all on her and take pictures. Well, be careful. Let me have no kids with her. <laughs> That was harsh. I shouldn't have said that. That's how dirty and like, uh, I know y'all. I be saying some fucked up shit. I'm petty. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, I think I'm, I think one thing we're gonna try to do on here is uh, put out some polls to see where people are, what they're thinking, mm-hmm. how they feel about certain situations. Sometimes they're gonna be funny as hell. They're gonna be some fun shit. You know, some Cardi B type shit. Like, <laughs> how long do you think Cardi B is gonna be gonna be in this industry? Yo, on this music side industry. note, oh, I man. love her to death, and I'm really, really happy for her about all the shit that's happening for her. But it means a lot. But I am, I am afraid of that. I am afraid that this now puts a lot of fucking pressure on her. She'll never be able to live up to the first single. It's over. That, Look, and I like her. But I think she can stay Even if you right, even if you don't live up, I just want her to at least be able to thrive. I believe she can, and not just fall off. People love her because it's like a curse. Energy is. She has magnetic. Well, shit, you see, angry ass Azalea Banks, old bitter ass motherfucker, came for her. Let's not do it. I'm not gonna get into that. I just even. I'm not gonna get into that. I just want to get into the fact that Cardi didn't have to say a word. Her comment section, other celebrities were like, "Bitch." Find me in the streets, Azalea. Don't come for Cardi B. I was like, good. Because Cardi, please don't say bullshit. nothing. That please don't bullshit. entertain this hoe. I mean, I guess we could talk about that. Look, it's, I, it's just... It's, it's, it's silly because you try to play the Latina card. Ugh. And, like, <sighs> black men love Latinas and all that shit. Most black men I know do not think Cardi B is attractive. I, actually, I actually haven't heard a lot of black men like, we don't, oh, she a bad bitch. Yeah, That's not what we, they're here for. Nah. It's her personality. It's her personality. And she's like a gorgeous girl, girl, but it's her personality that drove. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's. I don't think she looks good at all. No, I think she's I very and pretty. I hate her titties. They are oh fake. god, I hate. But I don't mind fake titties, but hers look weird. But besides what? Right, right. I, it's her personality, man. Mm-hmm. Like you see her struggle. She came through. Yeah. She came through it. She hooked in a motherfucker, mm-hmm. and she's finding her way. Yep. She didn't ask for this. She. This song was just. This song was just supposed to be. Like icing on the cake. Well, it was just supposed to be like, like a little around. promo for her little yeah. album she might put out one day. She and it wasn't supposed to be a rap star. She, exactly. That wasn't what she exactly. was doing. But if this is it, she'll be fine. I definitely like, her personality is going to land somewhere. Yeah. It may not land. I don't think I don't know if it's gonna land on TV. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing right now, she would kill. Absolutely. She would kill. She could be a radio disc jockey like a motherfucker. She could be, you know what? Fuck, I can see her on TV. She could be a host. She could, she could definitely be a host. Because the thing I think people forget is like, she's still a young girl. And she's going to mature mm-hmm. and like, it's going to mold into something even better than it is now, I feel like. It's she's it's going to get more, I don't want to say refined because I don't want her to take away from the hood, the hood chick, the raw chick that she is. But like, <laughs> 
folks gotta remember, like, she she just got here. <laughs> she just got here. And Azalea's trying to use the whole y'all don't like dark skinned women shit, bitch. You're your, your time is up now with that. No, because we fucked with you. We fucked with you. And then you killed us. You like, you killed it. Talk about some, you support Trump. Girl. It was more than that. And then she go, what's the crazy shit she did with Risen? Y'all should, <laughs> exactly. Y'all should have made me, Nikki, and Remy number one before Cardi. Well, let me we break down why not. music doesn't even Let me, let me break down why not. One, Azalea, you're for a niche market. Everyone yeah. does not love your shit. It's fucking like dance music. Nicki Minaj had a whole team and machine behind her. That's not the same storyline. Remy Ma was in prison for years, got out. The single that she dropped that was successful wasn't a solo single. Cardi B did this from the dirt. People mm. respect that. Bitch, back the Dude, fuck up. And we liked you. We, you I went to her concert. You ruined this. And her music was dope. I'm I, like, I liked her music. <laughs> it didn't fit the commentary that she was putting out there. Because that's what I was expecting when I, like... Right, right, right. I was like, oh, right. she walked in a motherfucker. Let me check this out. I was like, oh. Baby girl needs her medicine. Okay, I like this, but, you know. She's off her different. rocker. She's um, off her fucking Was rocker. she bleaching her skin, too? She was... Let me give you... Listen. Come on. Come on, honey. <laughs> because... Bring it back home. Let's talk. Let's it, talk about this. It just don't make sense. Hey, come on the show. You can't go this nah, far. No, you can't go over the show. Because if you come up in here acting crazy... I can't hit you. I genuinely, but I will, like, I put you in a genuinely want can somebody put, to catch her in the streets. No, no, we don't want that. We no, don't want I no, I do. No, because no, let me tell you why. Because Azalea claims to be this hood Harlem bitch who want to fight bitches. Sometimes girls like that need to get their ass whooped one good time, and I feel like she never had that ass tag. By the stuff that she says, that's not gonna help. What, or her ass whooping? Ass whooping won't, won't, I think it's more for my satisfaction. Ass whooping doesn't help everybody. It don't. And she's one it of don't. those. It would probably fuel She's her. fucked up. On, See, they've like attacked she, me. She's fucked up in the head. Like, her shit's fucked up. She you is. can tell. She, is. she needs some actual You help. know what? I take that back because I do believe in <laughs> mental awareness in the black community. Yeah, but, she needs ooh, some actual help. She no, raises because my Because I was watching, um, okay, this is guy on YouTube that goes around punching people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, well, all right. This is what he does. His name is Charlie something Zilinoff or yeah, something saw, like that. And he goes around giving boxing gloves to guys. And before he turns on the camera, though, he tells them that he's going to give them $100 or something to, to box with him. So he gives them boxing gloves to put on. And he says they're going to do a light spar. Light spar means, you know, no heavy punches. But as soon right. as he puts the gloves on, he goes, ready, ready. And before they can even get ready, he starts swinging hard, trying to take them out, like knockout shit. All right. So he goes online. He's talking shit about this one boxer, Deontay Wilder. Um, he's like the number one contender in the heavyweight division right now. Got a fight coming up November 4th. Anyway, you don't care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you're looking for real heavyweight boxing, he's it. He's knocking people out. Anyway, he they meet up at the gym. This is how crazy this guy is. He meets up with heavyweight boxing number one, heavyweight boxing's number one contender, and this dude beats the fuck out of him. But his mind is not right. Mm -hmm. He didn't take that ass whooping and say, man, I fucked up. I shouldn't have said what I said. He continues to like talk shit after getting his ass whooped. And then he gets beat. beating somebody then, ass and they keep then, talking shit. Then he gets beat. <laughs> then he fights this young 16-year-old at a boxing gym. They actually have a real sparring match. The 16-year-old 
fucks him up. Then he gets then the sixteen year old knows what he's been saying and here's the shit he's been talking. So he goes out the ring. He's still beating his ass, chokes him out and all this shit. Yeah, damn. This motherfucker is so crazy that he then goes, yeah, man, we're gonna do this again in two weeks. Okay, that's exactly. So what that this is what doing. I'm oh saying. God, that's exactly because because she came for Cardi on Twitter and then literally a video of her in the club that night going hard to Bodak Yellow. So like, this is what you crazy. That's my point. That's my point. Like yeah. you can't, yo. Black people, if you know you have a condition, take care of yourselves, take your medication, visit your local, you know, therapist. Do what you gotta do. Black therapists exist. Yeah, man. <laughs> and on that note, that silence was uh, given a moment for uh, Azalea's sanity. I go hard for the pussy. Hey. Mac Dre retard for the pussy. Hey. Go down. <laughs> what? I was just starting to I beat. know, man. I, I think I was going to fuck it up, though. Pop. That's all I had. Okay, your turn. I'm... Come on, man. So what you do for the dick, bro? See, the thing is, if I had some What do you do for system, the dick? I tried to give you some alcohol. I'm like rap shy. I tried to give you some alcohol. My spicy margarita that I made for Get Comfy, I tried to give you some, and you denied right. it. You know, okay, how about this? Next episode. No, no, no. The thirtieth episode. You're I rapping. promise y'all, I'm gonna have some motherfucking bars for y'all. You come with written though. Ugh. That's it. Yeah, it's not gonna be freestyle. <laughs> it, it will certainly not be freestyled, <laughs> but it's gonna be fire. All right, and uh, look, guys, I don't want to give you a song to end this with. So we talk a lot. We did an hour and twenty one minutes of good quality podcasting, and on that note. Have a great fucking week. Great weekend. Hell yeah. And we'll see you in a week or two. <laughs> All right? Maybe three. Love ya.